we are joined now by the Chief Executive of Guerrilla Cybersecurity, Paul Spain. Hello there, Paul. Hello, Paul. Hey, how are you, Simon Phil? We're doing well, mate. We're sort of concerned that we might be useless at this whole security thing. <laughs> there um, would be, be an element to that. Well, look, one of the things that, that, that Si and I were talking about is that, and when we talked about it this morning before we decided to discuss it on air and, and with an expert like yourself, please, is simply that as private individuals without squillion dollars in the bank, as private individuals who aren't that private that we've got dark secrets hidden away <laughs> on, our, on our computers, um, to a degree, perhaps the reason both of us have been pretty lax with our security, to be honest, is because we don't see any particular danger. The only one that I can think of, for example, and Si and I talked about this off air as well, is I presume if I get hacked, then potentially the one thing where it could cost me a reasonable amount of money, I've got fairly high limits on my credit cards, which I don't use those limits, but a hacker could do that, could they, potentially? Yeah, there's, I mean, there are just so many possibilities, and, and that's part of the challenge with these things, because it's hard to see what all the possibilities are. I got a call uh, a few weeks ago from a very small business, just a little home-based business, uh, and what had happened is their uh, their bank accounts had um, you know been largely cleaned out. Um, they'd you know just gone through some um, transactions and and so on, sort of personally to do with property. Um, but there was over a hundred thousand dollars that uh, that just disappeared. And you know when we when we delved into it, someone had got hold of their username and their password for their bank account. Um, and then they'd gone one step further because their bank needed some verification and they'd managed to take over uh, their mobile phone. Um, they'd managed to sort of transfer the, the number onto another SIM card and that was the piece that was needed to uh, to do that, that right. uh, transaction. Um, and we just come across different things, you know, every single day, it's, it's, it's constant. Paul, is identity theft a big concern with the average Joe? I mean, it should be something that we that we think about. I'm always very cautious when anybody asks for a copy of my passport, copy of the driver's license. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to secure it? So, uh, the, so just on that, Paul, just on that, because so many places now request it, and you can fax it. You know, the old style, you can scan it. I have a scanning app on my phone, and heaps of lawyers, accountants, travel agents, they want you to do that now. So, what do you do? I usually uh, I go in and see them in, in most cases right. because. Yeah, you know, especially if it's a if it's a smaller organisation, what sort of systems do they have in place to protect their email systems? When we you know we see in the news all these uh, all these cyber incidents, right? Yeah. And then that gets out, and uh, it can be it can be used against you. And you know you hear of people that that have you know years of their lives trying to get their identity back, get you know get yeah. a, better, a, a proper you know credit record and so on. So the impact can be large. Good point, Paul. So I felt. The guys next door, which basically we kind of are to a large degree, I would say, as far as cybersecurity goes. Just a rough idea. So if I'm really concerned about it, and because I'm a technophobe and I don't know what the hell I'm doing, how roughly, roughly, how much would it cost for somebody like Simon or myself or a lot of the folk listening to go to a security expert and say, just as a private individual, can you check my security and tell me what I should do to make sure I'm safe? Good, good question. Because most of these things are coming from you know small businesses right, and, yeah. and larger businesses. Correct. Um, I mean, for for the individual, probably sit, you know sitting down with an expert for an hour and getting a bit of a plan on what are the things that you should do, what are the things you could change. Yeah. Um, you know, that's something that will probably move the needle for you and allow you to dramatically remove you know the the risks that you might have today. 
And right. roughly, what do you think that would cost? Just just a ballpark figure. Oh, in the hun- in the hundreds of dollars. Yeah. But not in the thousands, obviously. No, I think you know for a, for a single session like that, um, you would certainly be able to get that uh, get that that assistance. Great, Paul. A couple of very quick rapid fire questions for you. Is iCloud safe in your view? Nothing, nothing safe, unfortunately. Right. right. Ransoms are they often paid? The Waikato DHB said they won't. Are they often paid? They are often paid, and I'll tell you the reason why this has changed from what it was a couple of years ago is that the the ransomers typically take a copy of your data now. So if you don't pay it, you might get back into your systems, but then they might release all your confidential uh, data. Disappointing. Right. So it's, it's strictly blackmail then, totally, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And the last thing, you mentioned you know, your passport, your driver's licence. If you've gone and done it, and I have, and many people have sent it by you know, email or scan to a uh, retailer outlet, something like that, what do you do now that you've done that? Is there any chance of retrieving that stuff offline or is it done? Well, you can ask them to delete it and to remove it out of out of their systems, um, right. and and most well, I remember I went to buy a car. They insisted on a copy of um, you know, one of my documents. I said, okay, let me see what you're doing. They took a photocopy, they put it in a filing cabinet. Uh, once once that whole transaction was completed, um, they shred it in front of me, and I was happy with that. Right. I like your style, Paul. I mean, you're yeah. a bit like Jason Bourne. I like it. <laughs> Good on you, mate. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. <laughs> See you, mate. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Paul Spain, Chief Exec of Guerrilla Cybersecurity. I reckon that was helpful. So My word. I'm going to do some changing.